And now for something purposely positive. Welcome to Strive to Thrive, the Purposely Positive Podcast, brought to you by TonyWCoaching.com, where your greatest success is right in front of you. This is Tony Wexler, your host, and on this podcast, we talk about positive issues to bring positive content into the world. What does it mean to be authentic? Webster's Dictionary defines it as being true to one's own personality, spirit, or character. Simply put, it means to be real. Today, we have an opportunity to be connected with more of the world than we ever have before. This is a beautiful thing, but sadly, what we're not always aware of is that the portrait of humanity seen through selfies, screenshots, is not real life. In today's world of social media, so many people are pretending to be someone that they're not. On today's episode, we're going to discuss how to keep it real online. And to help me with this topic, I want to welcome my amazing friend, Farah. Farah, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Tony. Hi. Hi, everyone. Hi. It's great to have you here. And I'm super excited to do this topic because it's something I've been wanting to do for a while. I see all these people on social media and we meet people every day out there. You just sometimes don't know what's real and what's not. Yeah, I agree with you. Tell me a little bit more about your background and why this topic resonates with you. Yes, absolutely. So I got into social media probably a decade ago. I And I started on YouTube, actually. And then I uh, created an Instagram profile and Facebook, LinkedIn didn't come till way later. But at first, I fell into the trap of thinking about how people would want to perceive me, how people would how people would like me if I was appearing a certain way online. And okay. that's a trap a lot of um, new people who are getting online, starting their businesses. It's just a natural conditioning that we have as in society like we have to be a certain way we have to talk a certain way we have to look a certain way in order for people to like us to be attracted to us and want to you know consume our posts and yada yada (laughs) and quickly I found the people who I was attracting were also kind of like in the same uh, type of mindset of just doing it for all the appearance. And I was like, no, this is not the community I want to attract. I want to attract my people, like the real people who are interested in me for me and not compromise on that. So I started experimenting online. I started becoming more real and raw. And it was really just breaking through like barriers and doing what is, I guess, not, um, not what everybody else does, I guess. I, and at the time, and I got, I created a following of really, really soul aligned, loving, 
accepting community, which I would have never done because before the the type of people who were following me, there were haters in there. And it's so interesting because I was trying to be a certain way and I was attracting people who could also hate on me. And when I was being myself, those haters disappeared. That's really cool. Yeah. And it really stands out for being authentic. And as yes. we entitled the podcast today, Keeping It Real, because we have that natural conditioning to try to put our best self forward. And we think we're doing a good thing because when we go for a job interview, for example, or when we meet with a client, we do. We want to put our best self forward. But why yeah. are we doing it? Are we just doing it for appearance and are we compromising? And we should not be compromising. And we shouldn't really worry about what people think because those people that are soul aligned with you mm -hmm. will come into contact with you. And that will be the most accepting community that you can build. So yeah, this is really cool. Let me talk a little bit. I want to get into the whole thing about haters because I thought that was really interesting that the same people that you were believing that you were attracting into your mm -hmm. community turned and went from fans to haters. Why do you think that is? Well, it's not that they turned. It was more like I was attracting kind of a shallow like community rather because they were also very much into appearance what I was showing and they were probably the same they were probably suffering from the same thing like they were probably people who also really cared about what people think insecure you know like we mirror who we attract yes like absolutely. who who we are online is also who we attract so I was attracting people who probably cared about the shallowness and it ended up being part of them were people who genuinely maybe liked who I was showing online and then there was a part who were okay to hate on me and I found that the deeper I went and the more open I was those haters just had nothing to say anymore because there was no shame anymore right. in me I didn't have anything to hide so they didn't have anything to say I liked that. I Does didn't have anything sense? I did yes I didn't have anything to hide so they didn't have anything to say and I like how you realize that it's not really that they're haters, but they have this insecurity. And right. I find in a lot of studies of psychology, they're doing what's called projection. They're projecting yes. themselves. They're projecting their own negative traits onto you. Right. Yes. And they don't like what they see, but really what they what they're seeing is what's within themselves themselves right yes, yes exactly yes and when you attract that shallow community like that that's exactly mm -hmm. what's going to happen we're going to mirror what we attract so yes. i noticed a lot of this and this is interesting because i am in a lot of different communities and one of the communities that i'm in is it's a tony robbins community because he's one of my mm -hmm. mentors i have several mentors out there and I notice that there's a time when people go in and they post a picture of themselves and they introduce themselves. And some people, you know, when they're putting out these shots that, I mean, they're trying to put their best self forward and I get that, but they're putting pictures of themselves in like uh, very 
what's the word I want to use? Very provocative photographs and things like mm. that. And they're getting like a lot of negative comments about this. And, you know, like maybe someone went out and they got a professional photos done and they look mm -hmm. really, really nice in these photos or they're in different uh, settings where it looks too good to be true. If you mm -hmm. understand where I'm coming from. So these people are commenting and this is in a positive community like this. This is a world yeah. where people are working on their self-development and trying to get to be better people. And yet they're slamming people because of the way they're presenting themselves. And again, I look back at this and I say, it's not about what the person's doing. It's more about, they are attracting those people to comment because the people who are commenting are insecure and mm. they're hearing exactly uh, the people that they attract. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's very interesting. I never noticed that. <laughs> yeah. Before I got into this world, as people who listen to the podcast know, I worked in the field of investigations. I was an investigator. I was oh. out trying to find bad guys. And oh, wow. taking, yes, I was taking very like, cool. It was a it was a fun job, but it got to the point where, you know, the negativity really kind of started getting to me because I'm dealing with these people sure. that, are doing, that are doing not very nice things. And yes. I'm trying to get them to confess to those mm. things and the psychology, you know, that that I yes. used as psychology. an investigator. Yeah, it's it's the same, really. Uh, what I like to say now is I was investigating the bad things people are doing now I'm investigating to find the good in people and what they can mm. do to share themselves with the world and make the world a awesome. better place. Such an awesome twist, Tony. Great. Good for yeah. you. Wow. Yeah. It's, it, and it just has to do with, with being aligned with what's in yes. our soul and what we want to project in the world. So let's mm -hmm. talk a little bit about, you know, some more about your story and how you got into going into social media a lot is it yeah. business personal a combination what exactly uh do you do and what are you seeing more gotcha. of out there in the world of social media right now uh very good question so let's start with how i got what i got started um, on a personal interest because i was a single mom at the time when i got started and i've always felt that I'm really creative and I need a creative outlet um, at every point of my life. I've just been um, artistic or creative. And I was like, you know, um, I loved photography and I was interested in videography. That's why I got into YouTube. I also love to this day consuming YouTube videos. So it's kind of like my, um, my platform of choice. Yep. And then later on, it actually attracted lots of opportunities for me in the fashion world because I became a fashion stylist shortly after starting my YouTube channel um, and it just happened and you're in Tony Robbins so you probably understand like law of attraction manifestation just because I was talking about these things and consumed every day by mm -hmm. this world I just started attracting the right people, opportunities. Um, people hired me to be on their shoots and then brands started reaching out. I also got press attention. At this time, I was in Bangkok. I was living there. And oh, then wow. okay. I, yes, and now I live in Paris. So uh, I moved to Paris a couple of years later, continued the fashion career. The lockdown happened 
And because of the lockdown, I decided to start my own consulting business in image consulting. And the base was a style and image. I found a lot of entrepreneurs were really attracted to working with me because everyone was starting to get online. And I had this social media presence, which like they found me through social media. I didn't have to market myself. So it was very interesting that my social media was just doing all the work for me. They started asking me, like, how is it that you have like such a big following? Like, what did you do? Like, we're trying to get online. So it went from image and style into personal branding, which is what I do now. I'm a personal brand and image mentor for entrepreneurs, for coaches, other mentors, and also healers, because I love the spiritual community. That's what I do. So it kind of evolved <laughs> very organically. Yes. It evolved mm-hmm. very organically. I, I And the personal brand and image mentor, it's interesting because... Yes. If you're working with people and helping them to establish their personal brand, helping them to establish their online image, one of the first yes. things that you want to tell them is exactly what we're talking about today. You have oh, to today. be authentic. You have to keep it real because yeah. if you fake it, and I hate that expression. I don't know about you, Farah, but <laughs> fake it till you make it. Because what does yeah. that mean? It means you have to pretend you're somebody that you're not. Now, At the same time, one of the things that I always tell my clients to do is to act as if you are the successful person you want to become. But that's not really faking it. I like the act as if. Yes, yes, exactly. You're not acting as if you're another person. You're acting as if you are your future self. You're the person that you want to become. So if you want to become an entrepreneur, I work with a lot of people who are frustrated in their mm. nine to five job market. You know, they're I dreading see. Monday morning. They're every day, you know, in that commute, they're frustrated. They can't wait for the weekend. So I take people and I teach them that they don't have to dread Monday morning. They need to live like every day is Friday because Friday oh, yeah. You still have to work on Friday, but you have to love what you're doing. And a lot of times that involves starting a business or getting into that. So when you act as if you act as if you're the person that you want to become, but you're not really faking it. You're not faking it. Yeah. No, no. You're, you're becoming who, who you are deep on the inside. And that's a very exciting journey. It is. You mentioned before that you were into psychology, right? Oh, I love psychology. And yeah, have you read Maxwell Maltz, Dr. Maxwell Maltz, uh, Act As If? Yes. Uh, and uh, he, he's the author of uh, Psycho-Cybernetics, correct? Yes, it's this book. Yes. And yeah. the sorry, it was the wrong title, but he talks about the concept of acting as if in this book, right? Yes, exactly. Yes. Exactly. And amazing it's, book. Uh, it's, it's an amazing book. I think it's one of those books that you have to reread it every couple of years. That yeah. and Think, think and Grow Rich by Napoleon yep. Hill is one of those yep. books. So, yeah, I just started listening to a, a very interesting audio program by Dr. Wayne Dyer uh, oh, called uh, about being, I don't know if you're familiar with him, but being a limitless person, how to be a limitless, yes. limitless person. And uh, it's a just an amazing program it's a couple hours it'll take you to go through it and what i love about on the whole online thing in youtube 
and from someone who comes out of the YouTube world and who does mm-hmm. a lot of videos and things, the nice thing about YouTube is sometimes you just need to listen to the audio portion of it. And in this case, right. there are a lot of audio books out there. Back to uh, this personal brand, oh, yeah. uh, personal branding. Yeah, I know they call me ADD boy because I, I go no, off on that's all these okay. squirrel chasing I, moments. <laughs> I actually didn't answer one of your questions. You said, what do I see now in the social media world? So I'm yes, sorry, exactly. we, we skipped oh, over that. Oh, that's not a problem. You're doing the same thing. <laughs> I'm <laughs> we, doing the same we, thing. We attract exactly people that are that are similar. So yeah. <laughs> totally, totally. So what I see right now, I think the biggest thing I see is like when coaches and mentors, they go online at first and they they start to post and it's more all about just, this is what my service is, this is what I do, this is what I teach and educational content and uh, value content is really, really high on their social media feeds, which is awesome, right? It's like that's amazing to give out, be giving out so much like free, um, amazing value. And you must establish yourself as an authority. I totally believe in that. But then what the missing piece is like, how do you stand out from, if there are three coaches who are health coaches doing similar type of health coaching, how do I discern coach A from coach B from coach C? This is the problem. Yes, I I definitely, I I see this. And I feel like with personal branding, it's a way for you to find your unique energetic signature because every human being is so unique. I don't think I need to tell everyone that. Like, you know, you're unique. You're an amazing snowflake and you know that. But it's just like, how do I speak about that? And then another level is how do I sell that? Yes. And this is where everyone shit comes up excuse my excuse my language <laughs> but this is where everyone's stuff comes up and this is actually part of the work that I do with my clients it's part of it is how to unpeel those layers of inauthenticity and deal with the the limitations that they're feeling like why they can't share themselves freely online and you will not believe how many people have this. Like I, I do free workshops and it's a way for me to see what my audience is going through. And mm. this is what's been hugely coming up this year, like the end of last year and this year. This is what I'm seeing right now. This is a, this is the huge trend um, that you know what your genius is. You know what your magic is but you can't speak about it. You don't because you don't want to feel judged. You have fear, like different fears, like, and they keep you small and hidden and mm. that's safe, but that's not, that's not authentic. And that's not real because that's not all of you. Right. Right. Cause you're yeah. only presenting part of who you are. You're not. Yeah. You're, you're presenting not. Un- part of who you are. So it's like when you go in and unpeel those layers and those mm-hmm. layers reveal not who you really are you have to get behind it it's like when i Mm -hmm. peel an orange you know the the skin on the orange isn't what you want to eat 
It's not the fruit. It's not what's sweet on the inside. It's that fruit that's inside. And when you unpeel those layers, that's when you get to the real fruit. But those layers, and here's another metaphor that I'm just, it just came to mind. Those layers protect the fruit. So in the case of an orange, and I think when we're not being authentic, it's a way that we feel that we're projecting themselves or, or that, that we're protecting Protect. ourselves. Yes. And how yeah. do we let our guard down so that we can open up and feel those connections with those people, with those people who need to come into our world? Well, this is the work. This is the massive work. There's so many things that I've done over a span of um, the whole time that I've been online really was like my personal development, inner work journey in which I've also been sharing. Um, There's so much work to do. There's mindset, there's energetic, there's getting in touch with who you really are. And surprisingly, even for me, I'm still discovering who I am, even after doing so much work, because we're ever evolving as well. That's the thing is like, and as we are ever evolving, so is our brand, because our brand is us. And so it's a beautiful thing. But in order to keep me honest and keep me real, I also have my own mentors and coaches to be the mirror for me and to reflect back what they see me doing that may be inauthentic, that I could do better. And so I'm a big believer in personal development, in working with a coach, with a mentor, and not being afraid to invest in yourself. Because in the end of the day, we are our most precious treasure. Oh, yeah. I love that. I would say that's probably a mic drop moment there for you. (laughs) We are we are our own best treasure. And a lot of times we don't value that treasure or we bury it and we hide it from the world. Or we put others first. Yeah. And we think that's a good thing. And, you know, in some ways it's always good to, to put others first. What is it? uh, Love your neighbor as yourself, but there's something there. There's something there that people miss when I say, love your neighbor as yourself it presupposes something. It presupposes mm. that you also love yourself. Yes. Because you can't you love yourself love. first. Yes. You have to love yourself first before you can truly feel that love for others. And mm. if that love is not authentic. If you love mm. something that's in your mind or something, a person that you're really not, then mm-hmm. that's when you're going to come off completely inauthentic and people will they'll see right through that and they can more than they they can see it but they can feel it yes you know i feel like our world is becoming our clients are savvy and our world is becoming more and more sensitive whether we realize it whether we don't realize it it's it doesn't matter but when you go online just because of the saturation of marketing throughout the time and everyone is just smarter and we're relying on different senses now to decipher what's real what's true from what doesn't feel right you know what doesn't yeah like everyone is tapping into those 
we we talked about intuition earlier. Maybe it's intuition, but it could be whatever you want to call it. Yeah, and it it's really it's very energetic. Uh, it's it's very really energetic. other people's energy. And like you said, people are being more and more sensitive to this, especially yeah. now after the pandemic and the lockdowns, mm -hmm. people were cooped up inside and we craved being in community. We wanted to be in community and we've started to create these communities in the virtual world. But there's yes. a difference when I meet you at a party. You know, I can go up to someone and start a conversation and you can see that person right in front of you. You can feel their body language. There's something different about meeting someone in an online community because it's usually let's just take LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. Mm -hmm. It's whatever pictures, videos, whatever that person wants to put out there, they have control right. over, over the content. So it's not like they're going to get you in those unscripted moments. You know, I try to make these podcast interviews very natural because they're definitely unscripted moments. And I think that's where we get the best content. And yes, I love that. In, in the world wow. of so social media, you know, we're always posting pictures of us on vacation or at the beach mm -hmm. or doing all these fun things. So yeah. we're trying to project that, that we're this person who does all these things. But you know what? You're not going to post a picture of you washing the dishes or <laughs> or doing day to day things. Now, is that right. being, is that being inauthentic? Well, not necessarily, but I think when you pretend that this is this is you, this is the person that you are when you're really not that person. And uh, mm. I think that's when uh, I think that's when people can definitely feel it, because, again, people are more and more sensitive to that. So when you're coming up with your online brand and you're trying to stand out from the other people and really that's what it's all about right because i mean there are great coaches out there why would they want to work with me over somebody else and i think it's because you resonate with me as a person yeah i love that exactly the word resonance because that's huge yeah it's huge it absolutely is and again that's why it's so important to keep it real because you will attract those people who you are soul aligned with. Those people yeah. will come into your life. They will start appearing. And as I, I said that. earlier, since I've been doing this podcast, I see that happen all the time. I'm meeting people that I'm very much aligned with and making mm -hmm. these real deep connections. And I have some people where I maybe had one or two interactions. I invited them in, on the podcast now there's some people if you listen that have been on several times and we've really become really great close friends and so i had a very cool experience with a friend who i met in a tony robbins community last year in 2021 they did a upw unleash the power within down in yeah. florida so yeah. this friend of mine who we had met online and we had established this great friendship we talked on the phone every once in a while and we actually met for the first time in person at this event and it was kind of really cool because you know we met at an event online and now mm -hmm. everything kind of came into uh into place where we actually met in person and we had a great conversation and again we're still friends to this day but i think out of that you know if we were trying to pretend that we're somebody we're not i think those 
friendships and those authentic connections that we have would not establish themselves in the right way. Uh, does yeah. that make sense? Yes. So that's kind of where I was getting at there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The other thing is a lot of the negativity, you know, again, we talked early mm-hmm. on, we were talking about the haters and, and the shallow community yeah. that you, you find online. And one of the yes. things, one of the reasons that I started the podcast, I was sitting in 2020 online. Mm-hmm. And again, here in the U.S., several things are going on in 2020. Number one, we have the pandemic. We have the lockdowns. Yes. People are yes. very cranky because of what's going on. And we have a presidential election going on. And no matter what side you were on, you know, it's like if if you were for candidate A, you hated people who were for candidate B and vice versa. And there was a lot of like anger and hatred and negativity online. And every time I'd go online, I would be, oh, I'm just tired of this. Why isn't there more positive content online? And then Mm -hmm. I heard that voice you know, that still small voice that sometimes <laughs> creeps up behind you and you listen to yeah. it. And it said, that's because you're going to put positive content online. That's what oh, your job wow. is. And I that's love why that. I started this and awesome. I said, well, I've never done a podcast before. I don't you know, right. know what I'm doing. And yeah. And I said, okay, well, I'm going to figure out how to do it. So I went out and I figured out how to do it. I had some radio experience because I used to uh, do some radio work and I used to DJ when I was much, much younger, high school days. And cool. uh, so, me yeah, too. So I was, I was a DJ too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Did you do it a radio or were you in like in, in clubs no, and parties? Was, no, just on my uh, school radio, really. Cool. We yes. Had a- we had a transmission thing. Um, exactly. Yeah. I did the same thing. The so reason that, see, there we go, finding more commonality. Uh, yeah. So that was one of the th- reasons why I didn't stick with that was mm-hmm. because I found out here in the U.S. that the people in radio who were most successful, they were the morning drive DJs. So they had to be on the oh. radio 5 or 6 a.m. in the morning while people oh. were on that drive time to work. That was the most yeah. popular time. And I believe in in radio, in the radio world, is still that time, whether it be regular radio or FM or mm-hmm. satellite radio and anything. It's still, that's the most popular time. And I was personally, especially in my high school days, not a morning person. So, uh-huh. so I said, I have to find something, again, that I'm more aligned with. So uh, I went yeah. through know a lot of different careers before I found myself where I'm at now but uh the investigator world I think I spent I spent the most time there and I built a successful career and I even have one of those private investigators licenses and I did that I still have the license but uh, (laughs) I love that yeah so I'm the investigative coach I guess (laughs) yeah which is so cool I love that we bring you know that's the beauty of personal brand going back to this topic is because you're able to share your life, your experience, it brings your unique flavor into now your coaching. Yeah. Doesn't it? Like, it's like, if you're, say you start to become a, uh, like a finance coach, right? But like, Mm -hmm. what is it that brought you to becoming a finance coach? Like, what did you do before that perhaps was not as aligned? And then you changed or something happened that brought you onto the path to become this 
type of coach, this finance coach, that is your unique flavor. No one has this story. No one has this experience that's super beautifully unique to you. And this is what the opportunity of being a personal brand and sharing this really makes you stand out. Yes, and I, I agree with what that. what I love to bring out in people because we are like, we are all so different. We're all so unique, which makes us amazingly interesting. Yes. <laughs> and in the online world, you tend to see a lot of copy paste and especially in the in the coaching. And I, I totally understand like it's intimidating to put yourself out there and when, especially when you're starting out, you really don't know what to do and there's so much saturation. So you just follow the people who are more successful. But what that ends up do that doing is just making more of the same, but you're not the same as them. Right, exactly. And you have to embrace your uniqueness. And yeah, your, and it's not flavor. always easy. It's not no. always easy. No, it's not. And I'm really empathetic to that. One of the things that I believe in as well is not just posting, especially when it comes to social media, not just posting content about my business and what I do, but posting mm -hmm. little things about me. You know, for example, cool, I, yeah. I'm a musician. I play in a yeah, In fact, I have, wow. uh, as we're recording this here in uh, the U.S., it's late morning here. This evening, I will be on stage in a club uh, with my bass guitar playing with a band. Oh, cool. And I see that. Because I can see your studio, you have mm -hmm. like guitars on the back, like a bass, yep. right? Yep. I... Yeah, exactly. I'm, yeah, I've been a musician uh, for a long time. So I'm, I've always been a very creative and artistic type of person as well. And <laughs> so I do that. And then I also, as people who listen to the podcast know, I also take dance lessons as oh, kind of a wow. hobby, which is really fun. So, but those are parts of my own unique flavor. And your personal brand that's my personal brand exactly Absolutely. and i show that as much mm -hmm. as i show you know here's tony here's the coach who can help you mm -hmm. i call myself the other tony because there's tony <laughs> robbins right he's like six foot seven he's this giant yeah. man he's been doing this for you know 40 some odd years i've been doing yeah. it for a, a lot less tony again he's yeah. six seven i'm like five five and you know tony <laughs> charges a million dollars for a, a year of coaching my rates aren't quite that high <laughs> that's <laughs> what I tell people. but if i were to try to copy him and be right. the same then you know why would you go to me when you could go to someone right. like that and get into one of his okay. programs why would you sign up for my program well because you would sign up for my program because you see that unique flavor yes exactly you're resonant exactly. with you rather Perfect. than him there's that word again yes exactly because it's when... all it's all about that yeah it is so let me transition into one other thing before we close it out today because you know i sure. have a feeling you and i could probably go on and talk about <laughs> this and other topics for probably two three hours but i'm sure have that kind of time and you being yep. on the other side of the world you're a few hours ahead of me so uh, <laughs> maybe three tips that you could give farah for people out there listening that would help them to make that transition to keep it real online okay so Tip number one is just to really be honest with yourself and look at yourself with like fresh eyes. And if you can't do that, please don't be afraid of investing 
in yourself. Like find a coach you're resonant with. Absolutely. Resonance is key. You like this person. You like what they do. You think they, they can help you. Have a call, you know, have a discovery session, a free one. A lot of coaches give those out right now. And it's just a way to like, we always have to keep peeling away layers of inauthenticity. This is huge. This is a huge thing for entrepreneurs and just anyone in general, even if you're in a nine to five right now, and maybe you're thinking about transitioning into being entrepreneur. This is the number one step that you need to do is to look at yourself, look at where, you know, you need work and work on this. So number one, to keep it real. Number two is create your social profile. Start doing it now. Like I said, even if you're not yet an entrepreneur, but you're thinking about it, start put, uh, go on Facebook, create a profile, LinkedIn or Instagram, because it's going to take a little while, maybe for you to know which platform you like, where your people are, where you resonate the most. And then I would say, stick to one of them because it's very, very overwhelming when you're starting out to do mul- like juggle multiple and that's where people get burnt out of social media. So don't do that, stick to one, but create your social profile. And number three is like Tony has been talking about so brilliantly in this podcast, share not just what you do, but who you are. This is super, super key. I would love to see more of this. And more people are doing this, which is an amazing thing to witness. Yes, it um, is. But I love, I love that you, you know, you share that you're a musician, you share your background as an investigator, you share that you're a DJ, and all of this uh, flavors your personal brand and brings that uniqueness to you as a coach. So yeah, definitely really... don't be to share who you are online so just to uh go over those again <laughs> yes. uh, so be honest with yourself and look at yourself, yourself. at fresh eyes uh and don't be afraid to invest in yourself i'm going to come back yes. to that in a minute but then number two was to create your social profile and when you first get started it is a smart idea stick to one because you can get overwhelming especially since okay. there's so many of them right now between facebook linkedin uh, yeah. instagram when i got started tiktok was, there's tons yeah. when i got started it was only youtube like yes. i just focused on building my youtube videos my because it was so much it was too much then i went to instagram then tiktok snapchat was big so I was doing Snapchat at that time. But... I remember Snapchat. Yeah, that was that was a big <laughs> that was a big platform for a while. And then yeah. then the last is to share who you are, not just what you do, but share who you are because when you do that, that's when you'll draw those people in who yeah. truly resonate with you. And those are the people that you want to work with, you know, Farah, as coaches mm-hmm. and people who work with people, the people we want to work with, I won't work with everybody. And those discovery calls are equally for me as it is for the person, you know, finding yeah. out if there is a connection, if there's a match here. And if there isn't, then I will steer somebody in a different direction. Maybe I'll recommend a book or I can recommend an- another coach or someone else that would 
really resonate better with them. So it's sure. really not all about going out there and taking and working with every single client that uh, that comes in our path. Because if we did that, we wouldn't be happy and they wouldn't be happy because they wouldn't have the right coach. And don't be afraid to invest. There's a question that I like to ask people. There are so many books out there on like three topics. And those topics are how to get rich, how mm-hmm. to lose weight, especially after the first of the year when everyone is thinking about <laughs> dieting and getting or getting healthy, and then how to find your ideal partner. Those are probably the best-selling self-help books. How many of them, Farrah, do you think there are out there in the world? How many books of that kind? Oh my gosh. Millions? I don't millions. even know. So how come we don't see millions and millions of rich, skinny people in those perfect <laughs> relationships walking around? And the re- Exactly. The reason is, is because reading a book will not get you there. Mm. You need to have that interaction. You need to have that accountability. Yeah. That is where you go from information to inspiration. And mm-hmm. you go from just getting knowledge to actually getting accountability. And I think that is, uh, you know, that's what coaches and people like us bring into the world. So if anyone out there is thinking of investing uh, in themselves, you know, don't just go out there and get a program on video, audio, or a book, you know, get that one-on-one interaction. One-to-one, yes, It'll, it'll, It'll take you so much further. And even some of the group coaching programs are very valuable, you know, where you're in with a group. I mean, we have a whole world opened up. Now, Zoom is a big thing right now. You know, I record the podcast over Zoom. Well, one of the things yeah. about Zoom is when I'm presenting, because I'm also a speaker, and when I speak in front of a group, I'd much rather speak in front of a live group because yeah. I can feel the energy in the group. Mm-hmm. It's hard to feel the energy when you're on Zoom in what I call mm-hmm. Brady Bunch mode. You know, <laughs> if you remember that old TV show, I, yes, uh, I, I, yes, I do. Exactly. Yeah. With all the squares, you know, oh, okay. So who is Alice today? You know, yeah. <laughs> type of thing. Yeah, totally. Exactly. And I exactly. just wanted to say, Tony, that yes. having a coach, having the accountability, yes, but also the laser focused advice that they can give you in your situation and that's why one-to-one or an intimate group program where you have access to the coach is really really important don't do the ones where I mean in my experience because I've invested a a lot in myself and I don't regret any any of it but I would say to someone who is maybe a little afraid in investing have heard the horror stories or whatever invest in a program where you can get that attention from the coach. Yes, exactly. Because that's yeah. key. Yeah. That that is definitely yeah. key. I'm really glad that you brought that up. So mm-hmm. yeah, I find that that life is like a roller coaster ride. What's really interesting is uh, I don't know if you're a fan of roller coasters, but it's like when you get on the roller mm-hmm. coaster, you sit down and it starts going up and you hear mm-hmm. that click 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 <laughs> as you start to go higher and higher. And during that time, you feel the excitement. You feel all that building up until you get to the top and it crests. And as you start to go down, you're almost screaming because you're so much excitement. But here's the thing. Exhilaration. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. You get the exhilaration and the excitement. But there's two other things that you need. 
you need the feeling of safety. And one of the things about those roller coasters is you figure, well, thousands and thousands of people have been riding this thing and it's got to be safe. There are inspectors, mm -hmm. right? You So you know you can feel safe at the same time as you can feel the excitement. And the last mm -hmm. thing is that it has that fascination where you're so fascinated that you want to ride that roller coaster, want to get on that ride multiple times. Have you ever done that where, you know, you get off and then you want to get back on and then you get on yeah. and you get off. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, that so, was so fun. Let's do it again. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And you know, life should be like that. Life should be like a roller coaster ride where we have our excitement. We have, you know, even though sometimes we're a little scared, we feel safe along the way and we're not afraid to do new things or what I'm getting at is some people are afraid to be authentic, to keep it real online because they're afraid what people are going to think. And maybe they just need to relax a little bit and realize that you're safe out there. The worst thing people are going to do is send you a comment that you can simply delete. Anyway, you're in control of that. Mm -hmm. So yeah. get out there ride that ride multiple times, feel the energy, feel the exhilaration, feel the excitement, be real and realize that you are truly safe. Yeah. And that the world needs to see you and hear you and meet you and don't awesome. let fear hold you back. Absolutely. Don't, don't let fear hold you back. Well, Farah, this has been awesome today. And so I'm awesome. Gonna, yeah, I'm going to ask if people were to reach out to you, they wanted to reach out to you about their personal brand, maybe help with being sure. more authentic. How would they do that? So you can find me on Instagram. That is, you can find me under the handle at Farah underscore Parisian street style. And this is a handle I created when I was still doing my, you know, stylist stuff. So that's why you have the street style in there. But now my content is primarily all about personal branding, helping, like giving tips on like how I do it, how, what I take my clients through, helpful steps that you can consider on your journey and how to start to present yourself online in not just giving value and education, but also sharing your story and who you are, not just what you do. So share your story, share who you are, not just what you do. And mm -hmm. What I'm going to do is post the, as I always do, the links on the podcast notes so that if people awesome. want to reach out, they can do that. And the last Thank you. thing, oh, you're very welcome. The last thing I'm going to ask today is what I ask all my guests, and that is what does being purposely positive mean to you? Well, when I think about, because there's a lot out there about, you know, like toxic positivity and how we've come a long way now from this this way of thinking i think being purposely positive and i love that this you that you coined that it's very much about being intentional in your in your positivity so just choosing your thoughts choosing your responses to things like it's really about intent the intention behind your thoughts, your actions, your words. This is what I feel when I think of purposeful positivity. Awesome. Being intentional with your positivity. I love that. It's <laughs> yeah. a great answer. Farah, this has been amazing. And I hope to have you back sometime. Thank and, you. Uh, yeah, yes, I would great. love to. Thank you so much for inviting me, Tony. It's been, it's been so fun speaking to you about all the things. <laughs> 
Thank you so much. And you've been listening to Strive to Thrive, the purposely positive podcast brought to you by TonyWCoaching.com, where your greatest success is right in front of you. And you may be out there wondering, how can I be more real and authentic in my life? How can I send my life in a purposely positive direction? You can download a free resource, an ebook, Strive to Thrive, on my website, TonyWCoaching, and start in the direction of a purposely positive life.